Cuban. What are we getting into today, dog? What are we getting into today? Well, we are drinking um, a Cuban coffee drink that I cannot remember the name of. But tasty, um, it's tasty. So it's sweetened condensed milk in the bottom, then coffee on the mocha pot, which is traditionally referred to as a stovetop espresso maker or Cuban coffee, and then um, uh, evaporated milk that I warmed up on top of that. And you kind of let it sit for a second and then stir it up. Mm-hmm. It makes a very just smooth, creamy mm-hmm. beverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tasty. And um, I found out about this drink at a from a cookbook I got from a library years ago. I couldn't remember what the cookbook was. Nice. Thought I owned it. Didn't. Got the other one. I got two cookbooks that day. And I got the Healthy Latin Cooking, which had all the food recipes in it, but no drinks. And there was this other one. I couldn't remember what it was. So I was looking this drink up to see if I was getting it right. And found the book, The Cuban Table. And so... That's all you needed. Going to promptly buy that one. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it was a great book. <clears throat> That's, I think, an undervalued part of like some like... Uh, cultural recipe books are like the drinks and shit. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. uh, like a Brazilian cookbook and some of the smoothies and like juices and stuff are like insane. Oh, sweet. So. That's cool, yeah. I love stuff like that. Yeah. But like really culturally specific cookbooks mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of. That are authentic, obviously. Like, yeah, and you get <laughs> like, by, like Paula Dean or some shit. No, you get like authentic like family recipes. Like this was my grandma's. Yeah. This was, you know, my dad used to make this. So, you know, this is an old family recipe. We don't know where it came from. Yeah. That kind of stuff. I That's right. Like that. Yeah, I remember having like a couple friends bring stuff. You know, like tamales and just like crazy good stuff. Like, you know, very authentic. And, yeah. Uh, I got a buddy who um, is like um, from, well, he's from Texas, but his family is from Mexico. And they were in Texas before the United States even existed. And uh, he's, um, he made me his um, his mom's like rice. Yeah. His mom. Oh my God. It's Probably best, unbelievable. Best freaking rice I've ever had. Yeah. And I'm like, you gotta show me how to make that, dude. Wow. He's like, he's like I'd have to kill you. <laughs> he told me. I mean, it's one of those things, it's actually pretty simple, it's just a timing thing. Yeah, yeah. You just got to know how much of everything to put in when when. Yeah. Uh, Ingredient-wise, it's pretty straightforward, it's just it's done better than yeah. I've ever been able you to pull do that it off. properly, they mm-hmm. refine that technique mm-hmm. through millennia. And, yeah, and yeah. It's, it becomes amazing. <clears throat> this drink is so good. You well, doing it? Yep. Because uh, it's... it's that's, this is kind of what we got. Or similar to what we got when we were had our, had our mm. interview. That's what reminded me of it, Brand. yeah, because we had that with the sweetened condensed milk in the in the americano. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. And then yeah, I'm coming on this kick. So uh, thanks, guy at Coffee Connections. Yeah, appreciate you, friend. <laughs> he was like, this, that, whatever. This is gonna take forever, so I'll give you this. And then he's like, yeah, I'm gonna throw that. And I'm like, cool, dude. Yeah, yeah, this is a cool drink, isn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Trust the coffee guy. Uh. What are you into today, dog? Today, I thought we would talk about momentum. Mm, momentum. Yeah, and I have a cool quote, and I can't remember what it is. I have to run down. I have, it's in the basement. I have to find it. But, um, now I was just thinking about, like, building momentum and going with, like, that, <clears throat> you know, like, almost like the wave crashing, like, for a little bit. Because mm-hmm. like, I was thinking about, um, as I've remodeled the basement, I basically, um, Flipped on my obsessiveness, and for a good purpose. For like, I'm like, if I hit this hard for two weeks, it can be amazing. Mm-hmm. It's gonna suck. I'll be exhausted, but I'll get real obsessed with it, and I'll get it done. 
Yeah. And so I just kind of let that happen mm-hmm. and just built and got almost frantic about it for a second. And then kind of now I've sort of wound down and it's like it's 95% done. It's about as far as it can go at the moment. Mm-hmm. But it's awesome. Yeah. That's you know? awesome. So like I, I kind of intentionally built the momentum and then rode it. And then, you know, now I've simmered down when I needed to. But Do you think people have like an issue with like self-building momentum? Oh. Or like are confused or like what, you know? Well, <clears throat> I think, yeah. Most people do, but they also overwhelmed or something. They don't. You can get overwhelmed. They don't know how to use it, or they don't um, recognize it when it's happening. Mm. Of momentum's a thing. It's you know, you can get on a you can get on get on a you can just you know be on a flow. You can be on a tear, right? You know, if you're winning a bunch of fights in a row, you know, kind of stuff like that. That's momentum. You just kind of drop into the right space and just go with it. Mm And it's, it's yeah. a, you know, just being able to recognize it, maintain it, know how to create it. I, I don't know if that's the, the final level, but that's something that I, uh, I think I've only, I never, I started to understand, but I don't know when. I don't know if it was recently, it just kind of happened, mm-hmm. but I can build it now. I know how to like kind of put myself in that space. Yeah, I think you learn just by trial and error, but I think you're just getting up every day it's like fucking ocean you're getting up every day you're trying again you're mm-hmm. starting the tide over it's starting the, you know it's the process mm-hmm. um, but I feel like just all, like maybe that, that a lot of people don't continue to try enough you know what I mean and yeah it's, it doesn't and then, get the engine going and it doesn't like start it enough you know yeah. but then also recognize like the cues mm-hmm. of like well, what yeah. what kills it? What creates it? You know, what what your best thought, you know, what your best mindset for such a thing can be, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, just like uh, using that momentum to overcome obstacles and not yeah, just stop. Using, yeah, use it for good, not just stop it. Like yeah. let it go and know how to ride it. Like I mean, if you've ever surfed or like boogie boarded or anything, very much like being able to catch a wave. Like it's not just you don't just sit there and the wave just takes you. You gotta swim up on that thing. Mm-hmm. You gotta see it coming. You gotta feel it coming. You're in the ocean. I don't have my glasses on. I can't see shit coming. You know, I feel it coming, and I have to paddle at the right time, and you have to catch like the speed of it in the right spot, and then when it crests, then you just gotta jump on, mm-hmm. and you're either on the top or you're in the barrel, either or, depending on how big it is. And but you have to catch the timing, and then you once you're in it, then it takes you. But it doesn't just grab you. you. You have to jump in. You yeah. got to know how to get into it. And then it grabs you. And then if you got to control it and ride it out and do the thing until yeah. it hit the shore. You know? And that kind of like reminds me of like our like synchronicity talk a little bit. Because like mm. you, it's hard to... You can't just be like, oh, the universe has this plan. I'm just going to uh, like really bite into it. Mm-hmm. Like that... You, but you have to like get the ball rolling for the universe to sweep you up in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you like start running. You, you got to match the speed. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like oh. you're mashing the speed exactly to get swept up in it. So mm-hmm. Exactly, just like the surfing. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, you know, um, a funny physics parallel of um, I haven't updated this research in a while. I need to, but um, sort of the the difference between big things and little things. Unified theory. The way things work on a big scale versus the way things work on like an atomic scale are really very different. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's like, but obviously little things make up big things. Why are they different? What the mm-hmm. hell it is? 
it's a unified theory. We've been chasing it forever. And I was watching this documentary once, and there was this dude chilling in Hawaii. He was a surfer, and he was like, waves are the key. Waves are going to be unified theory. And you're like, all right, why? He's all waves are the same. You think waves in water. Sound waves work the same. Air waves work the same. Heat waves are the same. Waves are waves. Waves are just energy moving through a substance. But it all comes out the same. They all act the same. There's this sort of motion to it. You can see it in the ocean because it's water, right? Right. But all waves, even in space, minus gravity, like solar waves, Mm -hmm. heat coming off the sun kind of thing, it still works like a wave. Mm And so, like, that's always been in my head. That's why I make that connection sometimes. Why I use that sort of wave and catching a wave connection. Like, I remember the, the last time I went to the beach, every morning, we were there for, what, eight, eight, ten days or something like that. And every morning, I would just get up and just, there was a boogie board at the house we rented. And the house next door had a surfboard. I was pissed, but <laughs> I had this little boogie board. And every morning, I'd get up a couple hours, just be out there in the ocean, just catching waves. Yeah. And just, this was in my head, just figuring it out, you know. And, um... That's what I do anytime near the ocean. I'll either just body, I'll body surf, I'll grab a boogie boy, anything. Anything I can ride a wave with. But yeah, like that whole idea of unified theory and all waves being exactly the same, acting the same. And so, why? You know, like, yes. Yeah. That and it just kind of in my head, like jogs, like you see the physical reaction of the wave in the ocean, right? Mm-hmm. And there's all the other waves, right? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't those waves react just the same? Like he's saying, the wave, yeah. all the waves are just the same. So all these other wavelengths and things are going to be affecting you yeah. a lot. And that's like... And they could be at, at different <clears throat> speeds and different timings and sizes, but the the core sort of functionality of them, that's all the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. just the rhythm may change, the length may change, yeah. but the way it works... It's the same. It's the same. Yeah, yeah, The frequency might be fucking all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's really cool. It's mm-hmm. an interesting theory and whatnot. Yeah, so you put it in your head and start just letting yeah, it bounce around and be like, whoa. Yeah. Well, now, because <laughs> yeah. I'm in like this. <coughs> Obviously, I just parallel everything to jujitsu because it's what I do all it's the what, time. It's <laughs> what you do, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, really just kind of harping on like building two points or two two ways to bounce things back and forth. Mm-hmm. to go to be able to have a total positional reaction any space that's made to feed into the other oh, and just sort of things that only feed back and forth yeah. with reaction having, you know, having your paired moves yes. having your funnel funneling down your decisions exactly. for the other person to make yeah. it's you know you look at a cat and mouse going back and forth or it's just wave it's waves going yeah. in and out you're just going back and forth and like i parallel that a lot to like just like upper body control like side mm-hmm. control and things like that you have to be kind of like fluid and moving and kind of like mm-hmm. i tell yeah, people you gotta follow be, it yeah. i tell people to be like a wet mattress you know but really you gotta be it's like as cheesy as it is you know it's be water my friend be water. <laughs> you have to be water <laughs> yeah sometimes you have to flow and sometimes you have to crash yeah and i mean but also if you think about water too um layers of currents mm-hmm. air does this a lot too like weather high up in the atmosphere is very different than weather here on ground level the air currents are very different but in water if you ever get in deep enough water it doesn't take that much i mean just you can get water up to your chest in the ocean mm-hmm. and feel two different currents right, right. yeah and there's the underlying current, and there's a top current, and if you ever get stuck in a riptide, 
scared yeah, the shit yeah. out of you. But you can feel that hole, that just extra right down the fucking middle current. Like, what the? Where did that come shit. from? You know? And so it's, it all exists within the same thing. Right. And so, like, top control, there's, there's a different current. There's sort of the body connection current, but then there's how they're moving and how you're moving. And you can follow that different mm-hmm. layers of the, of the, of the current mm-hmm. as far as being able, having to keep someone down. Sure. Yeah. I also, the two, I just, again, thinking like, I parallel, like, if, if I were to, uh, quantify my mental health and put it on a graph, it would be like, you know, this oh, is up be, and down uh, and wave, you know, very frequent. And, you know, that, that would be, it'd almost be like a fucking like seismograph or something. Oh, like, yeah. Just like, yeah. It's a fucking earthquake, or you know, it's chill, whatever. Yeah, you get um, the crazy ups and downs. Yeah. You don't quite want that. I mean, yeah, yeah, or yeah. you can catch the big ass one and ride it to something right. small. That'd be so, fun if you live. But yeah, okay. So, so yeah, mental health can move in that same kind of wavelength mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Whether and that can be from the effects of other waves in your life and shit. You know? Yeah, crazy no, shit. It changes as you drink it. Mm-hmm. It gets a little, little, little sweeter, a little denser. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of what it tastes like. There's something that tastes a lot like. But it's like it's a, a connected to a specific memory, and I can't remember it yet. Oh, cool! It's coming back. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like when we got uh, mm. what did we get? When I was like, oh, it's, oh, it's Snow Angel for the first Snow time. Angel. Yeah, I was like, uh, this shit smells like my childhood. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. Actually, you know what? I think it might be childhood connected. Me and my friend used to go and go to Stoss before you drank coffee and get like the espresso milkshake drink whatever without the espresso oh nice whatever so pretty much the same thing but now I have that's going up that's kind of tight yeah well I bought these glasses we're so artistic today like we took a tiktok video and Mike just took an artsy pic fucking all over the place just got my chimney cleaned yeah yeah. (laughs) what's up man these two dogs next door I love them I still never seen them. I don't sit over there. That's I have a relationship. I have a relationship with all of your neighbor dogs, and you have none. So, <laughs> nah, man, my dude over here, Rocco, that's my guy. Yeah, Rocco. yeah, he's quiet. He just comes out. He's the one that likes the peppers. Oh, cool. Yeah, he just comes out, and just chills. I've heard that dog bark maybe twice in all the years I've lived here. That's he's good. just chill as he's just chill as fuck. He just comes out, walks around, just stands there like so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he's cool. I, yeah, I love a good, like, satellite dog that's not your dog that, like, you can, yeah. yeah. Like, my, uh, my, like, my client, her next-door neighbor has this massive, um, fluffy, um, golden retriever. Oh, cool. His name is Fluffy. <laughs> and he literally smells like fresh shampoo every single day. I think they give him a bath every day. That's funny. <laughs> but he's just the nicest, sweetest, chillest old fella, you know? He just yeah. walks over and just wants pets and wants to hang out. No. You know, just sense of pure soul. Like <laughs> that's cool, man. <laughs> yeah, Uh-oh. I love. I'm, I'm not. I, love, I like, can't get enough of dogs. Yeah, I want a big picture. Guy. I want land and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Enough space to have like at least like a pack of ten dogs, <laughs> Caesar would, Milan style. Like. I would love to have that much space. You know what I mean? Someday, maybe if we get that podcast money. Get we'll that get a, podcast, we'll get that podcast land. We'll get that coffee regular ranch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. CLRR, the sustainable coffee regular ranch. Yeah, we'll grow our own beans. Oh, Alex, speaking of growing stuff, I'm gonna start growing tea. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm looking at all like the stuff, and it's cool. <laughs> I've got some spots for it, man. I got to move some raised beds around, and um, when I build the deck in the shady part of the yard, mm -hmm. I get enough morning sun that I bet I can grow some badass tea. When it gets yeah. a lot of shade, and I'm, I might try a tea bed over there as well. And I want to a couple different kinds. I'll do like maybe like a, a black tea out here, and then like a green tea over in the corner. Like I want to experiment. I was just watching one of Neo's videos. <clears throat> Yeah, um, how they put like a specific tarp over it. Specific tarp for the matcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was watching that because it creates more chlorophyll and then like a bolder, better rounded flavor, or whatever. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. Yeah, I just I don't know shit like that's fascinating. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's so uh, cool. Because I mean, I just I know so little about I know so little about most things. So like anything's cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to to realize that. Like, was it? Um, so I got my blue belt a couple days ago. Oh shit. Out of freaking yeah. nowhere. First of all, you might, I totally forgot about it. Congratulations. Oh, thank you, sir. That's great. I made a post about it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mike had to tell yeah. the world. I had to. Because <laughs> I know you fucking wouldn't. So. <laughs> nope. Nope. Wouldn't say shit. But no, I'm so... Detroit I'm, liked it, though. So like, oh, oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, badass. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm. <clears throat> no, but I, uh, I'm i such a mark. I love it. So I'm in class. and I haven't been on a good class on a regular basis in a while. Mm -hmm. It's been a few months. I've just been busy. I've been hurt. I've been sick. I've been all over the place and I'm finally like got a daytime schedule down so it's like it's Wednesday it's the 11 o'clock class Jake is teaching I go in I have a really good class we learned some cool shit um, I got to roll a couple rounds like one round I got a cross collar choke from from a dude's guard I was like pressure passing him and everything I was like feeling good and then I went with this other this old purple belt with a bad knee <laughs> who had to warn me about his bad knee because he has this big ass brace on he's like it's a weapon Mm -hmm. I just want to tell you that I have a weapon. and I will use it. Oh, he smashed, oh, he fucking smashed me. We still kept starting in half guard, and he just fucking smashed me. It was great. And I kind of was like, I did really well. I need to get beat up. And so that guy came along, and I was like, perfect. Yeah. And so I'm like getting ready to go. And Jake's like, hold on, man, hold on. I got an announcement to make. Can you wait like five minutes? I'm like, yeah, sure. So we're sitting there talking about Kung Fu movies. I'm, I'm, I'm dropping some Donnie Yen on him. Yeah. Uh, talking about, he's like, what's your favorite? I'm like, childhood, uh, Last Dragon for sure. Adulthood, Flashpoint. He's like, what's that? I'm like, oh, it's Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen's masterpiece. That's his newer one, isn't it? Mm, that's old, man. That's 08. What was the newer one that he put out recently that we um, talked about? Oh, um... Uh, it, it Man just... It Man 4 is out recently, and then Enter the Fat Dragon just came out. But what did we talk about? I think we were talking about Flashpoint. Was it? Yeah, but I mean, because I, I was telling him it's Kung Fu Cop dramas, mm -hmm. where he does his MMA stuff. <laughs> you know, Special ID... Not as good of a movie, but it has some kick-ass fight scenes. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, if I ever have to fight a crowd of dudes in a building and then in the rain, this is how I do it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so I was telling him about that. And he's like, alright, I gotta make the announcement. Okay. He's like, everyone line up. I know we got ten minutes left. We'll get back to rolling. Just line up. And, and then he goes over to his wife, Melissa, and walks out of the blue belt. I'm like, oh, someone's getting promoted today, bro. And everyone's looking around. This is a high belt class. There's like mm. three white belts and then a bunch of color belts. And everyone's looking around. They're like... Dude, I think it's you. I think it's you. I'm like, it's not. He's like, he's like saying, Mike. And he's yeah. like, no one goes up. Mike. Mike. No one goes up. Mike. Yeah. Mike. Daniel. He's like, Mike. That, that was funny. <laughs> he goes, Mike. I'm like, yeah, come here. And like, I'm like, me? He's yes, yes, you. Yeah. I'm like, you sure? Yeah. <laughs> and I walk sure, up. Dog. And like, if you look at the picture, if you look close, you can see like the expression on my face is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the best way, a good surprise, you know. And oh, it was great, man! I was like, you fulfilled a, you fulfilled a dream of mine, actually. Like I've mm -hmm. always wanted to just spontaneously get a belt. Yeah. He's like, oh, one. Well, so it's it's pretty cool. Uh, 
But uh, how do you feel now as a blue belt? The same. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel, I feel almost bad that I don't necessarily give a shit. Yeah. But I don't know. We were talking about something you had mentioned. Uh, I don't know a while ago about how like I've kind of come all the way back around. Of I'm just I'm having fun again. Yeah. You know, so I um, liken that to Call of Duty, like you can prestige or whatever, you like beat the game mm -hmm. or whatever, you like get that all the weapons, you tack out all the weapons, you put like all the crazy shit on, and then like you can prestige when you get to a certain level or whatever, and then it just starts you over like baseline stock weapons again. No, but you know how to use the weapons really well. You're right? so good so, at it. Yeah, so like you know how to you know how to do the harder things, you know, or like the weird things that people only learn the first time through or whatever, like you have mm -hmm. that already. Yeah, all that's in the arsenal, so now I can just do so it. So you have the tricks, you know, the tips. So that, how, yeah. I don't know what I mean. All the, all the intangibles. Yeah. All the mindset and the, the training things. And that's the, how to listen and how to absorb information. That's all the, you know, iceberg uh, below the water level bullshit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's all the stuff that yeah, it's all the stuff you want to talk about. You can't explain so much yeah. without sounding like, like you're asshole. high. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, uh, but no, it's cool, man. I... It's the, the funny. Here's the funny thing, though, is it's like a side. The belt's a size too small. It's a bow tie. Really? Oh, it's straight up bow tie. I feel like that's just a thing. It's just it's like you I, do not. Whatever when you get promoted, you do not get a belt that fits. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I feel it was like funny though. I've seen in the past like five years. Jake mentioned it though. He's like, man, I just thought of it when I saw you today, and I was like, belt. We got a size two belt. See if you can find one. <laughs> and she's like, no, we have one. He's like, it works. That works. It barely does. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think morally, I got to clear it with them so I can get a bigger one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I'll, I'll ask for one, or I'll we'll frame uh, that one and then order a different one. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll be like, can I get this a size bigger? Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know I'm skinny, but goddamn. <laughs> yeah. It's a little much. <laughs> no, but that every belt that I like have received at some point it was too small or too big like, really? yeah. that's awesome and like yeah. and I've noticed that for a lot of people like everyone's like can I get a different belt like, is yeah. it and, like they just kind of say what you said they're like I, don't, I gotta get permission you know yeah. get a new belt. It's like I need to get one like like I don't know I can probably just fucking order one like, <laughs> yeah, it'll be okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean I'm talking about momentum I right when I started, felt like I started to build momentum again this happened mm -hmm. which is why it was unexpected it's because I kind of haven't had that for a while. I've been training at home a lot. Mm -hmm. I've been pretty good on that front. But um, as far as going to class, not yeah. so much. Yeah. And so this was, it was weird to get this at the beginning of that stretch, which is very like rejuvenating and cool because it made it even easier. Like it's very motivating. Mm -hmm. Like cool. You know, and uh, so it, it helped that momentum and bolstered it a little bit, made that wave a little bigger. Yeah. Uh, which is, which is fun. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's the thing too. Like I think with the momentum, you're like you're playing in the white belt pool. You get the momentum, you skip over to the blue belt pool. It's a little bigger, yeah. you know, and then your skills build. You skip over to the purple belt. You know, yeah. It just builds and builds and builds. Yeah. Um, as long as you stay with your jits, you know, as long as you stick with it. As long as you stick with it, and you know, don't worry about it. Like I have a friend, um, another dad that we used to, we trained together, and he hasn't been able to train really consistently at all for the past year because he's just had injuries. He's just hurt, like his neck's jacked, his shoulder's jacked, and his foot's messed up. And he was like, he was super happy for me, but I saw the sadness in his eyes because he can't train. And I'm like, he's like, I might have to quit, man. I'm like, no, dude, just get yeah. it fixed and keep going. Who cares how long it takes? It's just it's not about that. come back to it. Yeah. 
you'll be fine. <laughs> people, people are much happier to see you there at the gym, and they don't give a fuck about what's around your waist. Like, no, and they're like, oh, fucking Joe's here or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Chad's yeah. here. Cool. They don't give a shit that Chad's been a white belt for like five years. They might give a shit because it's jujitsu and it's kind of funny or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I got, I was a fucking four strike blue belt for a long time. Yeah. And I got ripped apart daily for it. <laughs> <laughs> all these motherfuckers, man, uh, sending me pictures, like Photoshop shit, purple stuff all over. Like, it's dickheads. <laughs> Special friendships. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only, the kind you can only form in martial arts. Oh, true. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, just, yeah. I was kind I, of, so, just, I never thought that I lost moment. I never lost moment. I never cool, thought that I had the, it, was, it would be like I would hit that like apex, but never have anything to like show for it or something, uh, you know what I mean? Kind yeah, of. yeah. And, uh, it was weird, weird time. I don't know, I was watching a, a Kerry Colot video the other day. Uh, Thank you for introducing me to that guy. He's the shit, dude. But he was talking about how um, his coaching philosophy has, has shifted. Because he got a chance to take over, like, a really bad program. Yeah. And he now he had to change the, the culture. That's yeah. awesome. Now he's like, yeah, and he had to change the culture. And he talked about kind of the past three years of changing it. And he said about something that um, his dad taught him when he was little that took a long time to sink in. And he was talking about doing, um, when he was seven, I guess uh, him and his dad one weekend worked on a, a Granby roll mm-hmm. for like seven hours straight. And just his dad was looking at a book like, I don't look like the picture yet. Uh, he's like, Dad, why the hell are we doing this? I'm so tired. I'm a child. Uh. And then he said he went to a tournament the next weekend and he was in the position and he just sat out. And did it. his dad was like, I just slapped my forehead. Uh, <laughs> um, why? He goes, He's like, listen, man, it's not about winning and losing. It's about just getting a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like, try the role. Yep. See how it works. I don't care if you win. I don't care if you lose. I just want you to improve. I want you to try things. I want you to move forward. And he said, like, as a seven-year-old, it took a long time for that to set in. But he's like, that's how I work. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. I'm not, <clears throat> it was with my team. I had to evolve my coaching mentality to get them out of wins and losses and say, oh, you lost by 14 last match. You lost by nine this time. You got better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, can you be better just the tiniest little bit and just put your foot in a better position at the end of practice than you did at the beginning? That's one of the most winningest people in wrestling history. So yeah, and I mean, <laughs> but that's his mindset. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's what I do. I just, I take everything. He talked about one time getting stranded in an airport and having to cut weight, like we arrived the day of weigh-in, and now we're stranded in the airport, and we're gonna be even later. He's like, you know what I did? I went in the bathroom, I took all the trash out of a bag, turned it inside out, put it on, put on the trash bag, and started cutting weight. And I'm like, done. MacGyver, man, dude, yeah, don't don't complain, take your opportunity. Yeah, yeah, that's do what thing. you got to do. So like, uh, yeah, like. <clears throat> People, it's like there's great, awesome, like sauna suit products out there, but he's like, fuck it, I'm ripping this trash bag out there, I'm doing this shit. Yeah, this was a long time ago, those those products didn't exist. (laughs) But, you know, like now, like people have these kind of like nice products, you know. Which are nice if you can have them. For sure. But they're not required. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think it's required to do this, to have the best whatever. It's like, do you Mm. guys have fucking jacked up shit and Mm. still, you know, succeed, whatever, you know. Uh, But it's all just. Can you use your environment to what you need? You know, if you don't have weight training, but you got a rock to lift. You got weights. You got a place to do push-ups. Yeah. You know, you got a doorway to hang from. Yep. You know, go up. I used to play in the woods all the time. I grew up behind, like, 
there was woods by my house. I'm just swinging in trees all the damn time. You uh, had massive, <coughs> you call those door frames? Oh yeah. Like really massive overhangs, but just enough to get my fucking yeah. fingers yep, off. I just hang on those motherfuckers all day, All the time dude. I do chin-ups with my, yep. just pull-ups with my fingers. Yep. Oh. It's the play, it's the play aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what I've like really been hammering, like in my training and like, people's training, like I give them like more of an expansive time, like go fuck with this, like go play with this, mm-hmm. go mess it up, play with it, mess it up, dude. And I'm like, I'll, I'll say like, this is kind of what we're getting to. This is eventually what we want to do. But I'm like, get there how you would get there. Mm-hmm. Play the, with the, the things you would play with, the grips you do, mm-hmm. and I'll help you tweak it if we need it. But make it work for you, like. And play with it. Just fuck around. Like you're not. So yeah, I'm not giving you credit for like great reps right now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can't. You can't have perfect reps right off the bat, but you can have perfect moments. Yeah. And you can build on those. Yeah. And that's like Kit Dale's conceptual training and like mm-hmm. all that sort of thing. It's all coming full circle in that. That's how I learn. That's how I've been teaching and stuff. And like, mm-hmm. and I used to be like again kind of like imposter syndrome. I'm like, is this the right right way to do it? Whatever. Like, that's how I'm fucking doing it. People are receptive. That's it. That's how it's far as it needs to go. <laughs> yeah, well, because it's, it's such a different doorway in. You end up at the same spot. You end up knowing the proper way to do things, a technical way. You end up understanding why grips have to be where they are, why body control has to be the way that it is kind of things. Mm-hmm. But you do it back door. Everyone yeah. wants to learn the specifics first and then, you know, shove themselves into that. Yeah. And then they, oh, once I got that, now I understand the things. Rather than just kind of do it away, like whatever's happening. Yeah. And then having someone just tweak things. And here's, okay, this is why it's working for you, but if you just move a little bit, it's gonna work better. Mm -hmm. And you kind of understand, oh, that put my elbow on a new spot. Oh. Yes, yeah. And it's it's just that it's the opposite way in from, I think, what, most people understand. So, like, I come from an era of memorizing times tables of 0 through 12, you know, 1 through 12, know your times tables, and a rote ass memorization. Mm-hmm. No tricks, no estimations, no no finger things, none of that shit. <laughs> no Just blatant memorization. And, like, I sucked at it. Mm-hmm. it. Took me a long time. Same thing with spelling. Like, the land before spell check. I'm kind of a shitty speller. I had to put a lot of work in to be good. And I kind of like, when I was in probably fifth grade, I discovered that level of work I had to put in and I found a pattern of consistency I could do and I started acing my spelling tests. But it's just because I figured it out. But it's still, I had to create a different way in. I had to create a pattern. I had to create a lesson plan for myself because rote memorization doesn't work for me. So you had to kind of auto-teach so, yourself that. Yeah, so I had to sort of, I had to, I had to create a system, yeah. ultimately, and it, you know, that's just how I work. But I'm like you, I'm a, con- I'm a concept guy, like, just start where you start, you know. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> let me fucking play with it and leave me alone for a while. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, and then you get to mess with it, and then you understand the principles of why there are principles. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone thinks they got to memorize the principles first, and then go off it. No, they learn why the things exist. Yeah, I'm trying to think like people want to get the technical aspect of it like so correct and stuff. I'm like there is no correct really, like not right now You're, anyway. Like, and, I mean, and, and people's idea of correct is often really off. It's, it's like, often it's very white, you know, white like, it's very rigid. Yeah, very yeah. just like, like we're one way as fuck right now, dog. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, be yeah. open, open your mind up. A little yeah. Bit. Like, 
I understand like drilling has a place, all that stuff has a place, everything has a, it's all a piece. Mm-hmm. But I think like a lot of it needs to be made up of like fr- not free flowing, but like kind of structured flow time, like structured mm-hmm. like play and like something. Um, even so if you're playing games, like oh, you have this tool and you have that tool, tool. and you were doing this. Yeah, task, even, like, like situational stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we were doing um, a closed guard drill in class yesterday, and. It was like one person I try to pass the closed guard, another person I try to keep the closed guard. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily a closed guard player. Right, right. I usually open up and go to De La Hiva, or I've been experimenting with like spider guards and stuff lately. But De La Hiva's my guy, mm-hmm. you know. Like, and so it was for me. I had to be like, nope, close it back down. <laughs> close it yeah. back down. Yeah. yeah, and it was cool because then you know I had to remember, oh, put my knees here. You know. I admit all these things I know, but don't really use. Mm-hmm. But it was it was structured play with certain parameters, which was nice. Yeah. And just it's almost like you just want them to enjoy the the movement at the very least. I just I want them to like fall in love with the movement. Like mm-hmm. oh, I'm doing this movement, and then the next piece can like oh I'm doing mm-hmm. this movement with the arm. And then, no. like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to explain that. Because mm-hmm. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of people I train with, you can tell that they don't. That they're real caught up in like, oh, it's supposed to be here, here, here. And I'm like, have fun with the mess it up. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. But like, also, but, how do I say that without being like a dickhead? Without being like, hey, man, like, you know. Just, yeah, like, <laughs> it's so hard to convey. It's just like, something that I've learned over a long period of time. And I, I don't know how to tell it to anyone. Do you think that, like, it's like a... Uh, like a like a role following thing maybe like well, coming up through life school workplace thing and they just like are stuck in I think maybe or? it's like a societal kind of how we're raised kind of thing sure because I mean lots of people do it yeah and so it's, it's like it's, almost to a point where it's like a scale like a societal <clears throat> scale you're like oh like 50% almost like yeah counter a lot oh like yeah more than 50 it's I mean it's instructor yeah it's and to counteract that to counteract people's sort of baseline programming and especially that's what it is programming too. <laughs> it's very much yeah, it's very much baseline programming of and especially now we're sort of it's it's a very much it's a transition phase in history. Mm-hmm. So you get certain things that are turned way the fuck up right now mm-hmm. and certain things that are sort of like wobbly and getting ready to fall it's off. The momentous wavelength of history to you, dog. Well everything's getting ready to fall off. Yeah, it's getting weird. Everything's getting ready to completely change. That's okay. That's, that's yeah. how it works. That's part of it. And that's like, you can tell when people want to hold on to the past and forget that that's how it works. Like, this is why you read history. Yeah. Well, that, and like, <laughs> you, know, you hear people say, like, the most dangerous phrase is, like, that's how we've always done it. And exactly. Like, like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, fuck like, yeah. Like, sure, there are aspects of that that are good. I mean, look back 60, 70 years. Well, go back to um, the turn of the century, um, around World War One-ish, mm-hmm. when you know railroads were replacing steamboats, uh, um, when you know trench warfare was that almost at its end, mm-hmm. or it was kind of at its beginning. But also, I, like biological warfare was kicking. Biological off. warfare was yeah. starting to kick in, and it took trench warfare a long time to to disappear. It was Vietnam before it really started to disappear, mm-hmm. but. Um, there's all these different mindsets that clashed and it's almost like it's a beginning of a century kind of thing sure. to have happened in the first 20 or 30 years of a century you get this fucked up transition yeah. 
right. And I mean, it, it's bigger than, and then it sort of have your little blips of it. Mm-hmm. But right now we're in a big one. Yeah. And and so you get a lot of people either a hundred percent trying new shit or a hundred percent holding on to old shit. Very few people like us who are a hundred percent doing our own shit. Right. Yeah. Right. Like right. We're, we're not in either place. I yeah. know. <laughs> and like. In my head, I don't know, so it's like people, everyone's there, but they're not, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. um, but I also never got too deep into, like, corporate jobs or anything like that either. No, like, so you're, like, you're not programmed in a societal, like, that that culture, that subculture yeah. side isn't in you at all. Well, that, and I was, yeah. like, I was a fucking school reject, essentially, and I was just dead center, middle, like, get through the fucking thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, and just like that didn't stick the way they wanted it to, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you kind of... Now I'm a jiu-jitsu instructor. So. Now, yeah, and you're actually a very good teacher, yeah. but you, you kind of learned... It was choice to use your experience. It was very much... Could. When I always talk about, like, yeah. I needed, like, be the teacher you needed, like, that goes straight back to that shit. <laughs> yeah, well, me too. Yeah. Me too. I remember when I was in sixth grade, I was probably at, like... That was a, that was a that was a peak shitty time for me, mm-hmm. and I said I never want to be a teacher. I don't want to do this to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not yeah, yeah. not dissing the teachers I had. I had very good teachers, but I'm weird. I'm sure. fucking off sure. the map, dude. Especially for where I grew up. Sure. And it was just it was just a shitty time. And then what would I fucking become a teacher? Mm-hmm. Well, I was already a teacher. I mean, since I taught the first person I taught how to tie their shoes, right. and I figured out that system as a little kid, and started all my friends helping them out. No, let's create one. <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny, but it's it's kind of the same deal. It's like you had to change it. And then you realize that <clears throat> a lot of times teachers, almost all the time, 90, 99% of the time, teachers are actually really good people stuck in a very bad system. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while you get a dick. Just going to say that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Know, there's, <clears throat> there's fucking dicks. But, <laughs> but they're stuck in the system the same way you are. They're just having a bad day in the system, too. You know, yeah. Some people, yeah. some, some there are making the absolute best of it. And they're, they're fucking ice skating uphill and love them to death. That's great. Yeah, and they're doing the best they can with the structure they're given. Yeah. Giving so they goes. could be better if, the, if they could change the fucking system. Mm-hmm. But it's not them. It's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, right. I mean, I was just listening to a really interesting podcast, just like, these, this was really about like, um, I don't know, I think about what it was originally, vaccines. Oh, nice. But, but uh, it was really talking about just like the infrastructure problem in the country, like we need f- clean air, clean food, clean water, you mm-hmm. know, and, and better just kind of flow as a society, like that would start to pick up a lot of things, like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, um. Well, vaccines are important. Right. I don't, even, I don't remember how they got on that rant. So you ever met anyone with polio? I just watched a video about this dude, yeah. He was the last iron lung survivor oh, because he had polio. Yeah. He's been in an iron lung his whole fucking life. Yeah. And talk about turn of the century fucking uh, devices. Like, no one knows how to work on them anymore. Yeah. And, like, he's still alive, and this one guy knows how to, like, refurbish and kick it and, like, make it work. Mm-hmm. So, like... Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy shit, man. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Nah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, just there's so much. They, I was think just thinking about like the turn of the century stuff. Like my grandpa, I think he was born like nineteen, twelve, thirteen ish. Oh, that's era. around the time my grandpa was born too. Yeah. And he was, you know, very early, and then. Mm. Just think about it, and he died a couple years ago. Or whatever, the shit so he got to see. Things he saw. Holy crap! 
And in my head, he's like kind of, you know, older, you know, he's like a reserved guy. He's very educated, incredibly intelligent. Uh, and he's just like, oh, he, it's just like to the point where like, he's seen so much, he knows so much. It's like, what else does he have to say almost? Like, or like, or not so, not so much of that, but like, what are you going to say to him that he hasn't like comprehended in some way or like thought, of, I don't know. Yeah. It was a really just interesting thing to think about. And just random, like it randomly popped in my head. It wasn't like something I been like wrote down or journal. Yeah, so you, I was like, damn, like talk about a guy who knows the baseline. Yeah, of, exactly. Yeah, because he grew but, up on a farm and he turned mm-hmm. he was a surgeon. You know, he was, it just the he, shift was massive. Yeah, like, I mean, he, like he could see the flow. Like he talk about someone who had enough experiences to know what what's the same about everything. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So just interesting to see. And think about, I mean, we're experiencing tons of crazy stuff. Like, think about what we'll be able to talk yeah, about. We're going to shit, shit you know? dude. Uh, uh, and I think, I just imagine that every generation experiences that. <clears throat> I think this one in particular, because of the technology. Because of the technology boom. Yeah. This is the past 20 years. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I got my first cell phone in 2002. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those little bricks, little invincible brick things. And I remember oh, yeah. when texting came out, I had my little brick, and I'm like, I gotta hit a button four times to get to a letter. Yeah. Da, da, da. Yeah. That, <laughs> that confused me for the longest time. I was like, the fuck? And like how they would spell stuff on like infomercials, or were like, 1 800, call now. Yeah. Like, what the like, fuck is this thing? Like, <laughs> what is this? Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember when cell phones with keyboards came out, I was like, fuck yes, mm-hmm. full keyboard. And yeah. then they disappeared, and I'm like, damn it, I want my keyboard back. My fondest phone. <laughs> Till this day, it was like this goofy little slider. I had one of those. I had dude, a green one. It was. I had two, Matrix, two different bro. sliders, but I had like yeah, Matrix, Matrix exactly. Slider. You I had that two different slide phones. They were amazing. <laughs> I had one that had a keyboard. I had two that had a keyboard on it, and one that didn't. But one that was kind of in between. It was like small slider, medium slider, big slider. So I had but, two sliding phones. One yeah. was the best one I ever had. One was the worst one I ever had. Oh, that's funny. All of mine were good. I but had the, the, just like a normal slidey, and I had the one that slid at both directions. Ooh. It had double keyboard. That's freaky. It was junk. It was a piece yeah. of shit. It was now, I had the my favorite slider of all time. This can be the original Galaxy because it, it slid out. It was just like oh yeah that had the full physical keyboard. Uh, what was the one that everyone had? The Sidekick. Oh yeah, I remember that, that like, flipped up. Yeah, and that was that. That was like Those a fucking neat. Power Ranger device. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, was see, they of... didn't bring some shit like that back. Yeah, give me, a, give me a physical keyboard, man. I would, yeah, like the Blackberries and keyboards, like those sort of got phased out by the time I like got a phone and shit. Yeah, I, like, before I needed a smartphone. Yeah, right? yeah I need a smartphone with a real keyboard. Yeah, I would like to <clears throat> refer, or not refurbish, but like bring back the original Blackberry with. Yeah, the keyboard with that like full wheel keyboard. Ball. Yeah, scroll ball mouse thing. That's badass. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, it's good stuff. <clears throat> Give me some of that. Mm-hmm. Fondness and old technology. <laughs> so funny. That's old technology. I know. And now she was because you know if you I got, think about that. Like the skyrocket, the BlackBerry. Everyone had a fucking BlackBerry. You know? Oh, yeah. I remember those things. Yeah. I mean, I got a VHS DVD combo in my basement. Man. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> my. In my parents' basement, they have a. Like, it's still, a, I don't think it's a tube TV, but it's the big one. It's less thick. Oh, yeah, I got backing, it. Was, but it's that's just a tube. A, just a DVD one. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, this is kind of weird. Like, not even just like the D- DVD VHS combo, but just the DVD. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, um, I hope it's a tube TV in my basement. I got to hook the old Nintendo up to it and see if it works. Oh, my God. Because um, if Duck Hunt works, then it's a tube TV. But gotta have Duck Hunt. Dude, Duck Hunt's head. <laughs> all that shit still works. I have all my old stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And I've, I've got to a point now where I can bring it all back out and not play it hardly ever, but to have it. I mean, adoption is cool. You can still play like 20 minutes a week. Hand yeah, for sure. Have, I mean, you know. I still got Cubert, bro. Yeah. I'll bust that out. Yeah. That's a hard ass game. Cubert was fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I want to be able to put all that stuff back out. And my daughter and I have decided that, um, this is so funny, we want to get a used PS4 because there's so many games on the PS4 that we like. Yeah, like, well, Broken and I have been talking about it. She's like, I used to play Halo and stuff, and I'm like, I used to play this one game, like, maybe we're going to assist like, <laughs> we hardly ever play video games. It's funny that we want it, but I'm like, Tekken 7's on there, and that's the last Tekken. Then I'll have all the Tekkens. Yeah. So, like, if I, like, won the lottery, I would put away all of it, and then, like, keep it, like, 500 bucks for the Xbox or some shit. Like, <laughs> like pretty much. Yeah. That would be the only scenario. <laughs> Someday. It'll pop. Unless someone like, yeah, like, or like I, like, that's the thing I, I used to do is like, I didn't really, I had a system, but I didn't play it much. I'd go to other people's houses and play stuff. Oh, yeah. See, I always do that. I used to, I've had a, I used to have, I had like a string of Nintendos for a while. Cause I would save up my money and yeah. get like, I had, someone gave me a Nintendo when I was a little kid. Then I got a, a Super Nintendo for Christmas from my grandpa one year. And then N64, I saved up my money and fucking bought it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was a big deal. Analog stick and all that. Hell it's yeah. a cool ass system. I had the Zeldas. It's still you know, a cool system. Yeah, it's still good. That's Best controller ever. It never lost its flair either. Everyone mm-hmm. was kind of N64. Fuck yeah, for life. Like <laughs> yeah, it's good, man. Goldeneye, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. <clears throat> and then that's kind of where I dropped out and started playing. You know, buddy of mine got a PlayStation. I'd go to his house and play and, and all that shit. That's sweet. But I remember playing this one Alien game on my buddy's PlayStation. I forget even what the fuck <laughs> it's called. But it, like. Reminded me of the movie Cloverfield. Have you ever seen that? Oh, I love that movie. That was a great movie. Oh. It was like the game shit. version of that, essentially, in my head, anyway. Oh, nice. But it was a fucking great game. That his, he was the only one who had it or whatever. But I'd call him, like, random. Oh, like, nice. Scared, like, yo, dog, I'm going to fucking play this game. <laughs> oh, pretty much. <laughs> like, a like, game called Bushido Blade. Oh, it was the first. Once. It was the first like open world fighter. Yeah. You could run around everywhere, and the weapons choices were fucking nuts. Yeah. You know, sledgehammer, you know, sword, you know, bat, and when people would die, like you could do, um, like you'd beat somebody and just be just chopping them up and chopping down, like yeah. um, you know, chopping down bamboo and shit, and, and they would die, and then hit continue, and they'd be there's this crazy ass music, and then <gasps> their eyes would open. <laughs> Get back on the star fighting. <laughs> like we played the shit out of that game. That's that and Tekken three. Uh, there's, but, uh, <laughs> there's one like it's called Crackdown. Uh-huh. It's like you're a cyborg cop. Oh, cool. And first one, I think you're just like fighting bad guys, like generic criminals. And the second one, you're fighting like some like crazy mutant virus, like nice. fucking zombie kind of thing. Yeah. But anyway, like as you go throughout the game, you build momentum yeah. and you gather orbs, agility orbs, and your powers go up. Oh, nice. So then you start jumping higher, running faster, like punching people across oh, the room and shit. Your guns get better, your cars go faster. Like it's just like you're like it's like momentum. It's like, like, oh. <laughs> it's like Ninja Gaiden too. Yeah. Go back to Nintendo. That's my favorite Nintendo game. Yeah. Oh, I wish I wish I owned that. You build it all. You find yeah. all the secret shit. Yeah. So, that's a game I would, if they made it, I think they I'm made sure a third one, and I need to play it, but... I'm sure they'll repackage it and sell it to you again on a new system I at know. some point. I know. <laughs> I'll be stupid enough to buy it then. Right now, I'm resisting. <laughs> yeah, I'm done, yeah. Right now, I'm resisting. Because, I mean, yeah. 
even the thought of it, like, even if I did get all that, I'd feel bad about spending the money, and then I'd feel bad about spending the time on it. So, like, it's just not good for me. I kind of, I have, like, I don't, I don't play enough to justify it, but I have sort of a, a list in my head. If ever I were to get, like, a game system, like, say PS5 comes out, and it is backward compatible and a Blu-ray player. That's just a decent investment, bro. I'm fine. Yeah. Because backward compatibility, if I can play all the other fucking games... Like from one to four, PS one to four on on one system, and okay, I'll take that. Yeah. And it plays Blu-rays. Boom. Yeah, I'm I'm down. That's fine. I don't see a reason why that can't happen. Now, I'm sure I don't program shit for a living, so I'm sure there is a reason why that can't happen. <laughs> but technology, like, dude, people can grow can grow body parts. Yeah. You can make a backward compatible video game system. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube. You can fucking make the app close and still let things play. Like, yeah, that's all I'm saying, man. Those things can happen. You don't now. have to make other subsidiaries like YouTube Music, YouTube Movies, blah, blah, blah. Just make it fucking play. Like, and then I'll be impressed with technology. I'll be impressed with all the technology. <laughs> it's, that's the last fucking straw. It's a simple shit, man. Stop worrying about making money off that's of it. The Just last, make it work. That's the last clause in the contract. <laughs> they're, they're transplanting faces and shit. I mean, you're good. Just build stuff. What? Under the chair, there's paint. Oh, sorry, I just noticed. Uh, my daughter lives in here, like, painting and stuff. And I think there's some stuff on the floor. Yeah, it's behind her foot. Look, you can't see it from there. I just now saw it. Oh, what it is. Yeah, feel it? Just plastic. Oh, just plastic? Oh, good. Okay, cool. It's not paint. It's just plastic. Just reflection off the chair. Oh, good. Okay. That's the best, man. That was cool. A mess is in a mess. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Uh, it's the library is still in the library, but right now it is a functional art room. Mm -hmm. uh, but you gotta have one. It will be a library soon enough. It's happening. The wheels are in motion. How about trying to build momentum? Uh, fits and starts, man. As I find things. And, um, I paid off my credit card yesterday. So like, oh my god! Yeah, like that took all right some doing. What are we buying? What are we buying? What are we I'm not buying shit. <laughs> I hate credit cards. I hate them too. Fuck all that shit. I'm not yeah. doing that shit again. I can help. No <laughs> way, dude. Live uh, live below your means. Yeah. Even if that means you don't have shit. Yep. You'll be fine. What's well, the thing? Like, I got I inquired the debt when I was not doing that. Talk about, negative, talk about negative. negative momentum. Yeah. And I just sort of roll. Carried it over to. Mm -hmm. I'm like Jesus Christ, and like you know. It was a very high interest rate, terrible, like, because it was my first credit card yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's so, like, it was garbage. So I'm like, uh, Jesus Christ, like, I have to get rid of this. I just did that. And, like, nice. And, yeah, so. That's good to do. And just, you gotta stay there. Yeah. That, and, like, like budget. Just the past year, yeah. 2019, and, you know, a little before that, like, tried to really kind of take financial stuff under control, you know, and, like, really start to save money, invest a little money, and mm -hmm. do proper habits and things, you know, because actually a podcast talking about stuff, like, habitual things, I'm like, yeah, I should do that with my money, like, I need yeah. to be a good yeah, example, just, like, doing this has changed me a lot, too, of just yeah. little things that I've just sort of gotten like, in order, yeah. That alone could be a reason, like, why we fucking do this, is, like, I just I speak mean, out loud, and I, like, make better choices. But, I mean, <laughs> say, say, like, like, for me, Finally, to finish remodeling the basement, I've been sort of puttering along on that forever, and it just sort of does its thing. And um, and then we started talking about like, oh, we should do videos. Like, mm -hmm. we need a nice fucking place to do videos. Like, I gotta finish the corner. I gotta, yeah, I gotta yeah. finish the basement. I gotta get it done. And it's it's about done. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a handful of little things left to do, but it's it's an open, awesome space now. Yeah. 
And like, no one was like riding you for that except no, yourself. No. So, like, you know? Except for me, it was just an idea. decided to be like, I'm going to fucking do this for like three weeks and then you fucking kill Yeah, me. I'm like, when I get the time, like it's going to pop up. So I kind of prepped it for such a thing. Yeah. And I did like some, I moved some stuff around. I got that one wall painted and I was like, you know, all right, it's going to happen. And I, I saw that time in December. You're paddling, you're paddling, and you're paddling. I was like, there it is. Ooh, go, catch a wave and go. And I wrote it, and you know, two weeks later, it's a whole different space. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's it's like its best form. Yeah. And I mean, shit. Like since I first saw it to now, it's insane. It's crazy how much it, <laughs> how quickly it changed every time. Yeah. At first, it's kind of like very like, bro, uh, caver. You know, like this yeah. is where train is where we fucking chill. Yeah. And now it's like looks really fucking dope like, it looks it's like, like a school like, it, it looks, looks like, like a nice, taekwondo yeah. academy you're like a jiu jitsu like well <laughs> yeah the lighting well. is good yeah every, uh, mats like, everywhere like yeah everything has the space yep. yeah I mean but it's the same amount of shit it's the same space I just finally got in there and did it's it it's a very visual representation of the podcast like things just like yep morphing in yep a little more organization still quirky still weird as fuck that's how but, we do it but yeah you know but it's still very unique yeah but it's a very wonderful our shit. space. Yeah. That's the beauty of podcasts. Freedom. Freedom, <laughs> yes. I've been reading in like, like different podcasts, like groups and stuff. Like yeah. some people are like, oh, some company tried to buy mine and blah, blah, blah. It's like, and like certain like lawyers were getting involved. Like people were talking about like, oh, I'm a lawyer, DM me, like all sorts of crazy shit. And like, that's crazy. That in my head, like I wouldn't want like, I don't know, like if, unless it were like a perfect deal or some shit like a company I mean if they toss a lot of fucking money out of it but even then like I would would, like like 100% creative control don't fuck with us that's the purpose of it like that's the thing yeah I don't want uh, yeah ultimately it's if we keep doing the podcast it's what we're doing right now Mm -hmm. how we want to put it or it's 100% gone Mm-hmm. It's here's a bunch of money. Yeah, and we're and off. Like we're done. We're out. We're done. It's not. Our we got the work. egg. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And it would yeah. have to be a lot of money. It had to be a lot. I really enjoyed this. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then even then, just go start another. Just start. <laughs> Fine. I'll think of another cool name. Yeah. That's how Richard Branson does it, bro. Yeah. Except everything's called Virgin. In which case, I don't know. Everything's called coffee. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, the momentum is waning. I think it's time to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wrapping it up. Uh, what? It's momentum. Fun day, yeah. Build it. Ride it. Enjoy it. Oh, totally. Yeah. All right, All right y'all. Keep your coffee regular. Yeah, peace in, everyone.